you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Week 11 kicks off tonight. It's a primetime clash on Thursday Night Football. Mac Jones making his TNF debut. They've won four straight. They want to win five. Can they do it and secure a spot in the AFC playoff race? Well, not of that guy. Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, and those Falcons protect their home turf. It's all going on tonight. Patriots-Falcons, 8 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network, Fox, and streaming with lots of different fun choices on Prime Video. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. What's going on, Blue Eyes? How we doing? I'll be, I'll be watching the game with two screens. Just There's a lot of options, yeah, a lot yeah. of ways to do it. Got to do it. It's all about customizing your experience. Yes. Hi, Sean O'Hara. How you doing? Hi, Peter Schrager. Hello, Kay Adams. Hi, Nate Boyer. Hey, Kay. Hi, I'm Kay Adams. We are here, and we are excited about this show, about what's going on. We've got some headlines. We'll check in with Will Selva, Ian Rappaport. We've got Mike Garofolo, Mike Giardi on the show. So let's get to it. It's time for Lead Block. Lead Block. Let's go to Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Schrager, during the commercial break, was reminding me of the time we spent there, of course, at the Super Bowl. But I'm going to ask you you, Mr. Giardi, as you stand there, about Mac Jones making his debut. He's never been there, and he's doing it on TNF under the bright lights. What kind of challenge does the Falcons' defense face from this Patriots offense? Well, okay, because I'm uncaffeinated right now. I forgot to do something last hour. I'm going to do it now. (laughs) Cordero Patterson is a game-time decision for the Atlanta Falcons. He has an ankle sprain. Uh, He's obviously very important to what Atlanta does. Damian Harris going to be active tonight for the New England Patriots. He comes off concussion protocol. He missed the game last week, and he's part of what Dean Pease and that Atlanta defense has to deal with. We were talking to Pease earlier this week, and he said they were in a lot of two-back stuff that you don't normally see in the National Football League right now. He goes, but the thing about them is, they're building this identity of wanting to shove the ball down your throat, but having spent time there, Pease was, of course, the defensive coordinator for the Patriots in the late 2008, 2009, right around there, that he said they'll throw the ball 10 straight plays just to throw you off so you can never really truly know what they're all about in New England. The other thing that I thought was very interesting from him is he said when you look at their running backs, it's Harris, it's Ramondre Stevenson, he goes, the way they coach those guys, he goes, not to hit the home run. Yeah, sure, they want to take it to the house every time, but they are scheming it up. It's a six-yard run. Get six, and if you can get nine, that's great. But they want to be physical at the point of attack. They want those guys to not jump cut, dance around, just get the yards that are there. When Pease looks at his defense right now, he said, we're just not doing the fundamental things well right now, and that's a problem because when you start having those breakdowns, then at least to more breakdowns, and you see what happened to them last week against the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, the Jacoby Myers for the Patriots, he scored a touchdown. Sometimes those come in chunks after they one gets going. Maybe he uh, is more involved, more confident. Uh, 
And so we'll see how it goes for Peace and Company. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that Cordero Patterson game time vibe that's happening right now. And we'll keep you here on NFL Network until kickoff to give us more on that. Let's take a look at the playoff picture in the AFC right now before Week 11 kicks off tonight. Boyer, two AFC East teams are currently in the dance, right? The Bills sit in the two seed, division leaders at six and three. Red Hot Patriots are in the six seed, also with six wins, but one more loss. So this probably wouldn't have been a question a few weeks ago, honestly, for being real. Are the Patriots the best team in the AFC East right now? I think they're maybe playing the best right now, but I don't think they are the best right now. Okay. I, I still, first of all, very young team. And yes, these last four games have been, been unreal. And, and, and it's awesome. And, and I think they're going to make that playoff run. It went from, what would you say, 18 to 88%? Yeah. That's a 70% increase. Yeah. That's significant. Um, but I still look at uh, someone like Josh Allen and, and that defense. The Bills' defense is unreal. Um, overall point differential, they've doubled their opponent throughout the season. And, I mean, 6-3, and three, it doesn't even feel – it feels more like, I don't know, 8-1 and one situation. Yes, they had a huge slip-up against the Jags and just nothing worked. Nothing was going their way. But you take that game out in the last seven, eight games, Josh Allen's QB rating is off the charts. It's going up like every week except that week. And yeah, this 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 is the toughness of their D. It's uh, it's impressive. They leave they lead several uh, categories across the NFL. Um, yards allowed per game, per play, um, the takeaways, the the turnover differential. It's it's uh, it's tough to, to deal with. I wouldn't want to play them. I like the way the Patriots are playing football right now, but this division still runs through the Buffalo Bills. I think when you look at, at offensively, their big play potential with what Stephon Diggs is bringing to the table, Josh Allen, I think his mobility puts them above the Patriots and uh, what they're doing offensively because huh. he can create so many different things, and he's an added element with his legs. Something Mac Jones can't do. That's not a slight on Mac Jones. It's just you know I'm, I'm paying props to, to Josh Allen. But the defense for the Buffalo Bills – really is what puts them at the top. And I think the look, we look at the Patriots' defense. They've been phenomenal year in and year out. Last year, they led the NFL in takeaways. You know who leads the NFL in takeaways this year? The Bills. You know who has the number one ranked defense right now? The Bills. So I'm going to go with, with what they're doing out there, what Sean McDermott has brought to that franchise, and what, what he and Brandon Bean have done. They've built this defense the right way. And I think when you look at, look at these statistics right here, I mean, the Buffalo Bills defense, I mean, it's a stampede right now in the AFC East. Are you kidding me? I can't wait to see these two teams play. They haven't played each other yet this year, Kay. So that's why this is all That's why the door is open and yeah. they're only a half game back of your, those bills that you both are talking about right now. Shugs, what do you think? Okay, so someone can't, we can't all just say, oh, the bills. Yeah, you can. Who's playing the best? Right now. Right now. I agree. Right now. The Patriots are as good as the Bills right now. They're as good as any team in the NFL right now, including the Tennessee Titans, because of what they're doing the last four weeks. And the Bills have had slip-ups. The Bills lost to the Jaguars two weeks ago. And, Nate, you mentioned it, and you're like, I don't know, that's coming off a bye. I don't know if they were overlooking it. Championship teams don't overlook uh, you know, any game. And Josh Allen looked very mortal. Josh Allen looked like he was making mistakes. And say, okay, well, that happens just once. I- I don't know. A couple weeks earlier, they lost to the Titans, 34 to 31. And it was like, here's our big moment. We're going to blow out Tennessee on a a national audience. And at the end of the game, Josh Allen slips and Jeffrey Simmons makes a great play and stops him on fourth and one. But the Bills can be beaten. They are not eight and one. They are six and three. The last four weeks, the Patriots have not been beaten. And the Patriots are ascending and ascending and ascending. Look, Bill's remaining schedule, it's Oof, not easy. It's not good. Colts this weekend with Jonathan Taylor coming to town. Yeah. And you go to New Orleans, never easy to play. Patriots, straight up. Then the Bucks, then Cam and the Panthers. And then the Patriots again. That's in the next five weeks, just like they're there. Like, I don't know. I would love to think that the Bills look at each other and say, we're number one defense. We've got yeah. Josh Allen as an MVP candidate. And we've got maybe the best coach in football and Sean McDermott. Let's just do our thing and take care of business from here on out. But based on the last few weeks, I can't. Guarantee that. Patriots, I know they're showing up tonight. I know they're showing up. They're not going to lay an egg. So I'm going to say right now, as we speak, on November 18th, the Patriots are playing better football. Should the Bills be better? Of course the Bills should be better. I'm not sure they are at this very moment. I know they won the division last year. I know they made it to the AFC Championship game, but it's these next six weeks Shregs is talking about that's going to show us what this year's Bills team is because those six games straight are against teams of a high caliber, teams that are at least at 500. If you look at what they did earlier... 
Listen, they played the week to straight up. They played the weakest strength of schedule in the entire NFL this year. And they are, to Peter's point, one and two against teams they did play with winning records. And they have a half game lead on the Patriots. To me, this is more of a, you better create some separation. And it starts this week. Like, if you don't create... Do not let the Patriots hang around. I think we can all agree that they will seize that opportunity in a heartbeat if the Buffalo Bills falter even just a little bit. And that's why I think it isn't them that's the juggernaut, even though they won the division. The Patriots, you don't want to let the Patriots hang. And the, the, point, you don't. the point differential stat that you made is awesome. And I think they're the first by like a long shot. But they got fat on a 40 to nothing win on the Texans, which you don't apologize for. You're supposed to do that. Right. And they got fat on two blowouts of the Jets. Don't apologize. You're supposed to do that. But when those playoff teams mm-hmm. come to town, you got to bring your A game, and you cannot slip up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's a bad loss. Where are you at with this relationship, this love triangle that you have between the Chiefs, which I know you love, and love. you love the Bills? Love are the you, Bills. Are you in, or you were? Are you worried? Because it wouldn't surprise me at all. And I like, I love the Bills if the Patriots reclaim the top of the AFC East. That's the crazy part. They were two and four a couple of weeks ago. So I, I'm right now waiting and seeing. This is a good stretch for the Bills, and they play the Patriots twice straight up. Let's see how they show up. Okay, at GMFP with your thoughts. Mike Garofalo joining us right now. Mike, let's get a couple of health check updates for us. Thank you so much. The Saints, Alvin Kamara. Um, the Lions quarterback, Jared Goff, among names that pique my interest. What do you got? Alvin Kamara, after missing last week, back to practice on Wednesday, listed as participating in a limited capacity. So that is the really good news for the Saints because we know what Kamara means to this offense, both as a runner and as a receiver. So it seems like he is on his way to returning to action. They've got a big game against the Eagles that's really shaping up to be a big game in the NFC playoff picture for both teams. Suddenly the Eagles sneaking their way back into the conversation here. So it looks like Kamara's got a reasonable chance certainly to be out there. Now the bad news for the Saints, Taysom Hill was on the side. Ryan Ramchick was on the side. Uh, Teron Armstead was on the side. So both of their tackles as well as their uh, quarterback that they use in a variety of ways. Not practicing on Wednesday. We'll see about the status of those guys as we go forward in the week. Jared Goff, you mentioned, he didn't practice on Wednesday. They had no bleak issue. Uh, he was battling it during the game the other day. And Dan Campbell saying at one point we thought about pulling him. But they said, no, medically he's okay. So let's see if he can get his way through this game. Well, he's now at the point where he can't practice because of that oblique. They said they want to rest him on Wednesday and see where he is as they get ready to practice on Thursday. They consider him day-to-day. Uh, right now, Tim Boyle taking the snaps, the long, uh, the uh, former backup, excuse me, for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He signed as a free agent. The Lions uh, particularly aggressive to go after uh, Boyle. Uh, he suffered a broken thumb though in the summer, so he's working his way back uh, to health as Jared Goff is dealing with the health. And Goff hasn't played well too. That's the other thing. So if Tim Boyle is the starter this weekend against the Browns, I wouldn't be surprised. But we'll see how the rest of the week goes here. Okay. The Browns cannot lose that game. Just saying. Thank you so much. Dak and the Cowboys travel to Kansas City to take on the Homes and the Chiefs at Arrowhead. With more on the matchup, here's our very own Jane Slater. To be the best, you've got to beat the best. That's rookie linebacker Micah Parson talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and facing most notably Patrick Mahomes. Look, a lot of people around here say they know what the record is and they've seen the numbers as it relates to the Chiefs, but they know that that team and Patrick Mahomes are one of the best in the league. In fact, it was Parsons talking about the excitement of playing Mahomes that was interesting. He said, it's his throwing power. It's the way that he moves. In fact, He's the guy that he uses when he plays Madden. Still, he was asked, how do you avoid getting embarrassed by some of those no-look throws? He said, I'm not worried about where he's throwing the ball. I'm worried about sacking him. Now, he was intercepted in his first seven games, but he has managed to be interception-free the last two. Let's see if Micah Parsons and this defensive unit, who had quite the day against the Falcons and Matt Ryan, have a repeat on Sunday. Thanks so much, Jane. Time for something we call Quick Snap, presented by Microsoft Windows 11. We've got a lot of exciting matchups, so here's how it goes. I will give you guys a question. You'll use your Surface to show the matchup, the two things that you are most looking forward to and that you will choose as your answer. Ready? 
Ready. Okay, let's we got to say it. Omaha. Cam Newton is likely to start against Washington. That's very fun. Lots of narratives, lots of in and outs, of course. Uh, Ron Rivera, his former coach, it's all this weekend. So given the matchup, some extra drama. Which matchup of the players, coaches, and team units do you think will provide the most, the optimal Optimal drums in week 11, Peter. I'm here in New York City every day with you, Kay. Yep. And the Jets and Giants are going through another struggling two seasons. Mm-hmm. The Jets have given up 175 points in their last four games. Wow. That is Each the game? second most in NFL history. 175 points. They have 45 points the last two games. And this fan base is wondering, didn't we hire a defensive head coach? I, I, they play the Dolphins this week, and I think it's the Jets versus the Jets fan. I don't know if you can see this here. It's not Fireman Ed. That is not Fireman Ed. Fireman Ed is not doing any pump-up speeches. That is an angry to fire. Jet fan who's lighting a fire under his seat. Yeah. Jets defense needs to get it together. They play the Dolphins, and I'll tell you here, locally, there is a lot of concern as to what exactly is going on. What have we signed on for Robert Sala's unit? You give up 45 points on national TV to the Colts and then 45 points to the Buffalo Bills and you've got all these young draft picks and all these young players, there starts to be questioning as what exactly is happening Monday to Friday. Hate to be so negative here, but the Dolphins are the team that you should be able to play some defense against. Mm -hmm. Jets defense, what are you? This is a call to arms. Jets defense, get it going here. Let's make a stand. Let's do it for your coach. Okay. Shrek's wearing the green, rocking the green. Let's now do this. the green sweatshirt makes sense, Kay. Makes sense. <laughs> Listen, I wonder what Rex Ryan has to say about it. Ah, wait, no. He hasn't spoken about it yet. All right, speaking, going from defense yeah. to offense now, give me the, the NFL Network's game of the week. What do you got? Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Cowboys. Give me these two studs right here. Look, I know they're not going to be on the same field, uh, on the field at the same time. But when you look at these quarterbacks right now, and when you look at these offenses, they both both these teams are coming off 40 burgers. I think the, offensively, these two offenses combined could go for over 1,000 yards. If you, if you add up both their total offenses, their total yardage uh, on both sides uh, um, for both teams, I think that Patrick Mahomes – and Dak Prescott are going to light this thing up. And it's going to be basically who's got, who has the ball last. I think they're both scoring over 40 points. And, Kay, if you would have told me that there was a team when the season came out and the schedule mm-hmm. came out and the Cowboys Chiefs are playing in, in Week 11, one of these teams is going to have the number one total offense and number one scoring offense in the NFL. Would you have guessed it would be the Cowboys? I wouldn't have guessed it wouldn't be the Chiefs. <laughs> but, yes, I would not have guessed that. It's look very at, impressive. Look at these stats right number here. Number one, I mean, number of, one. Normally, I would have said, hey, the fireworks are going to come from the Chiefs in this game, but Dak Prescott and this offense, they're, they're, they're lighting them up. I did pick him as my MVP. I'm just you did. Mm-hmm. did? Well done. Uh, my Quick MVP snap. is Sean O'Hara. So this one's for you, Sean. Oh, oh boy. I got Giants defense. Yeah, Giants. Right. Sir Tom Brady. Right. Is JPP on there? Where is Sir there? Tom Brady. No, Ray that's Alford. a recent picture. <laughs> you've, been, you've been in that locker room, obviously. Yeah. Um, so career five and three, Tom Brady against the Giants, but we've got two giant losses. And I mean, I can't imagine all week has just been about that uh, from the from the defensive side of things. And in that locker room uh, pregame before you get on the buses and you know head over to the stadium, the, the pump up videos, the hype videos, whatever that's going to be, I imagine it's going to be something along those lines of, you know, this guy really wants to beat us, and here's why: because that stung and that stung. Um, I don't know. I. I He's got the edge overall, but like those two, that's got to bother you for the rest of your life. I mean, you, you win seven of them, but you lose three, and they're all to the AFC East, excuse me, the NFC East, and two of them are to the Giants, and you haven't, you're never going to get a chance to play them in the Super Bowl again if you stay in Tampa Bay, so like, I don't know. That's, that's something that's just, it's going to be there, you know? I think Tom remembers everything, right? He's pretty good. He's got a pretty good memory. He takes he's brain he, yeah, he's, foods. He's got like a no. photographic brain memory. Yeah. And stuff. Sean, can I ask you something? Brain when you're on the yeah. links with Eli and you guys are having a re- like a nice Sunday afternoon or your guys are having a barbecue, I know you guys are tight. Is there ever a twinkle in his eye when you talk about the Brady versus Eli Manning career record in those Super Bowls? Do you ever sense that he kind of takes a little bit of pride in the fact that, yeah, everyone else, Brady's the GOAT, but you know what? When it mattered most, I got him twice. Thousand <laughs> percent. Does he bring it up? Look, look uh, humble Eli is what he's led everybody to believe he is. No doubt about it. Look, he's a competitor, and he gets he, the juices gets flowing. Now, when he when you're playing, you don't ever talk trash, and you know. But now that he's done, you, you, absolutely, it's like and you've seen him on the oh, Monday Night Football stuff. Yeah. He's talking about yeah. Tom's like, look, I love playing Peyton. I didn't like playing that guy, <laughs> but also I think he also knows it, it wasn't just about him. 
to your point, the defense got after Tom, and that was how you beat him. You got to get him off his spot. Um, you got to make him uncomfortable. You got to make a move. But, you know, this is going to be an interesting game. I like that you picked that game because uh, Giants are playing well defensively, and mm-hmm. the Bucks coming off a little two-game. Two mm-hmm. A little, little dicey. Yeah. Both play, I mean, playoff pictures are wild right now. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. Two questions for you. Do you guys want to talk to a Heisman-winning wide receiver? Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Devontae Smith will be on our show nice. momentarily. Do not go anywhere. If you have questions for him, uh, Eagles fans, hit us up at GMFB. Second question, because Kyle's not here, do I get the mixed... Do, do I you get, want it? You can have it today. Do I get the potpourri? Yeah, Kay's oh, going to yeah. do the Saturday Night Live question today. Oh, it's yes. in the bag, baby. Ah, yeah. I, Any I, week you want it, you can have it. Oh, thanks, Dregs. Kyle's not exactly hitting home runs with them. So. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a rematch of the greatest Super Bowl comebacks of all time. Peter's got comeback mixed bag trivia next. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb. Tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Thursday, mixed bag trivia. Woo-woo! It's Thursday Night Football, and it's the Patriots and the Falcons. You know where we're going, guys. I'm sorry. These two teams mm-hmm. are part of one of the greatest comebacks, or mm. uh, I don't know how else you would describe it from the Falcons' point of view in NFL history. It ranks right up there with the Bills and Oilers and all the other ones. And, of course, let's just go down the memory lane. They're down 28-3. to They come marching all the way back. This Super Bowl is one for the ages. The Edelman bobble oh catch. That's a catch. Ow. Somehow it's a catch. Ow, Nate. And then there's, of course, we're going to get in there. James White does get in there. It's the score. The Patriots come back from 28 to 3. So I was, I was, I, I haven't been to a lot of Super Bowls, but I was there and I was sitting in the Falcons section. It's not a Falcons fan necessarily, okay. but it's just where the tickets were. And to see grown men in mid third quarter come back from the bar with a Bud Light between every finger, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah. And then an hour later, all those men were tears. You know, yeah. 12 ounces of tears coming down. Falcons it was, fans have recovered it was really, since. It was, it was a dark day, but Patriots fans. People were leaving the stadium. It was pretty good. There were some people they on were. the other side were leaving the stadium. Yeah. Uh, here's how this game is going to We're going to talk about comebacks. Regular season, postseason, some you remember, some you would should not remember. And then, of course, the mixed bag, which any of you guys can call for. We're going to go in order here. Nate. What would you like? Regular season, postseason, or the mixed bag? Choose wisely. Trivia question. Uh, regular. Regular season it is. Let's go. In 2014, the Browns had the third greatest regular season comeback of all time. Oh, my God. They were down 25 points against the Tennessee Titans in a regular season game, 
and ended up winning. Who was the quarterback who led the Browns back from a 25-point deficit against the Titans in 1994? Or, not, I'm sorry, in 2014. <laughs> 94 yeah. would have been... Uh, was Bernie? Johnny Manziel, Seneca Wallace, Brian Hoyer, or Brandon Whedon? I'm going to go with C, Brian Hoyer. Okay, why, why Brian Hoyer? Well, he had, a, he had that long, a long career, you know what I mean? And, and kind of one of those guys that seemed to come in and just make it happen, do those things, maybe come back in a 25-point deficit game and then sort of disappear as the season kind of went away and okay. come back up somewhere else. But I, I don't know. No, no, it's exactly right. It is Brian Hoyer. <laughs> wow. He started all the game. All right, Boyer. All the way back. It's the largest road comeback in any regular season game. Oh, and wow. the Browns were down, ironically, 28-3. to no. And Hoyer comes out and throws three touchdown passes. Two of the scores went to Travis Benjamin, including the game winner with a minute remaining. Hoyer brings them all the way back. They win this game. They start the season like five and three. Everyone's excited about the Browns. They would lose some, and then Manziel would eventually come in and take the job to finish up the year. But Ryan Hoyer was the correct answer. And ironically enough, he's playing for the Patriots still. He got in there well, last Josh week. Josh McDaniel was coaching them, yeah. right? No, no. Is he not? Is, that wasn't Josh McDaniels. I'm no. tripping. No, you're tripping. But you got one right. That was yeah. good. Yeah, well then, Hoyer. cancel That's great. Okay. <laughs> we, may see, we may see him tonight. Yeah, we might, if there's mop-up duty. Sean, um, I'm going to ask you, as our fellow guest, uh, would you like postseason or the mixed bag? Yeah, give me postseason. postseason. I like regular season, but postseason okay. is where it's at. Sean, 28-3 to marked the greatest comeback in Super Bowl history. The halftime score was 21-3 to Falcons. The performance in Houston that afternoon at halftime, though, was who? Mm. A, Bruno Mars. B, Lady Gaga. I know this one. C, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Or D, a Beyonce yeah. and Coldplay. It, it wasn't Beyonce. That was New Orleans because the, the power went out. Um, so I remember all that one. Red, now, it was not Red Hot. I, I think it was Bruno Mars. Okay. Bruno Mars is your answer? Yeah. I'm going to go Bruno Mars. Okay. Did Bruno Mars come catapulting in from the outside the stadium and come land? The answer is Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady G. Lady Gaga's performance was broadcast in 180 countries and territories. Yes. Nearly 120 million viewers watched it and we want i said to our producer rich goldberg i'm like it's we, we can't show the, the the actual performance due to rights can we show the songs that were sung yeah right, let's go the set list here we go this ma, is ma, the ma. entire set list okay was going to poker face I was. i'm a big telephone fan i with beyonce uh, great bob love telephone love bad romance ended with bad romance yes okay. i like bad romance sean are you were you where do you stand on god yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Uh, lo- love the music. Poker Face for sure. I mean, it, it's one of those songs where if you hear it early in the morning, yeah. you're singing it like all throughout the day, it, it, no doubt about it. And I'm really ashamed that I did not remember her. Ashamed? Down through the roof yes. there. Um, I was a little disappointed that I didn't, the meat dress didn't make the appearance. <laughs> I, was, I thought that was pretty cool. It, is one of her it was yeah, iconic. Have you ever seen her live? She's great. You I have not seen her live. I would love to. Maybe you could hook me up with some tickets. But sure. I will say this uh, Star is Born. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal. Well, she's right. in House of Gucci now. So oh, we'll she's see. in a new one. Yeah, she's got with an new accent. One with good. Jared Leto. Okay. Uh, that means Shrakes. Oh. I, for the first time ever, get to pick mixed bag trivia. I want the bag. Give me what the random potpourri. It could be the anything, hodgepodge. Pop culture. Okay. First time. And we've done this segment a million times. You're in the yes. hot seat. Let's go. The greatest comeback in NFL history was actually by Frank Reich and the Bills. They came mm. back from 35 to 3 to win an AFC wildcard game oh over the in 1993. Okay. Who is the SNL host and the musical guest the following week? Is it A, Danny DeVito and Bon Jovi? Okay. Is it B, Bill Murray and House of Pain? Is it C, Dan Aykroyd and Gangstar? Or is it D, Paul Rudd and Ray Parker Jr.? Okay, it's not Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah you can limit Ray it. Parker Jr. I don't know what Ray Parker Jr. sings, but I know he's like 80s. Yeah. It's a little before 1990, whatever. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Oh, he's got. Oh, that's a nice little uh, homage yeah, to homage. Paul Rudd with his new Ghostbusters movie. The movie comes movie. out tonight. Yeah. Oh, we love clue? Um, Do you guys want to do this as a family? Let's see. Okay. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> you can do this. Dan Aykroyd and Gangstar? No. No, no, no. Out. I'm going to say it is. I mean, I feel like it could be Bon Jovi, but I would really like it to be Bill Murray. So I'm going to say Bill Murray and House of Pain, 1992. It's a great guess, and I'm sure they both had their moments that year. But the true answer is Danny DeVito and Tom Oh, Jovi. you were there. You were right oh, there. Right there. You were living on a Look prayer. at DeVito. Young Look at him. Yeah. DeVito's a stud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Move over, Bon Jovi. DeVito. 
right? Yeah. Is that, that's great. Is that chest hair or no chest hair? I don't, I don't know what, what we've got rocking there. But these well, JBJ's got some great hair. show started off with that. a football twist. They had the super fans and the actual real Mike Ditka did a cameo. Iron Mike? Fans. Yeah, so oh. he was there. And, of course, Danny DeVito took tour of the house. And now we do a video clue, okay? And here's how it works. We all get to play. I set this up, and then we press a freeze frame, and then you at home have to guess what happened. Okay. Again, we talked about regular season games you probably don't remember. Week three, 2012, the Lions are playing the Titans. Neither team's going. Sean Hill comes off the bench for the Lions for an injured Matt Stafford, and they're down 14 points. He hits Calvin Johnson for a touchdown here. Okay? So now it's 41 to 34. The Lions then do an onside kick with 18 seconds remaining, thinking, why not? Let's try for this. And they recover. Okay? Lions recover. They get an incomplete pass, and now there's six seconds left in this game. Sean Hill's at quarterback. The question is, what happens in this play? Down seven. Here are the clues. Was it either A, a Hail Mary to our good friend Nate Burleson? B, Calvin Johnson takes it on a running play for 46 yards. C, Wesley Woodyard ends this whole thing and does a pick six for the Titans. Or D, a deflected touchdown pass caught by Titus Young. Kay, we'll start with you. I think Nate wasn't there then. I don't think it was a Calvin play. I would remember that. I'm going to say a deflected touchdown caught by Titus Young. Okay. That's where I'm I'm feeling. Sean? Mm. I'm going defense here, too. Okay, I'm with you. I'll take C. Give me Wesley Woodyard with a pick six. Okay. I got the same. You think the Titans are just like... I feel like I would remember... But obviously, I thought Josh McDaniel was a coach at the yeah. Browns, but he never was. And no. That was stupid. He was. It's okay. Stupid's all right. Stupid is. That's stupid. A lot of plenty. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it's 31 to okay. 41 to 34. Let's go to this duo. Ron Pitts on play-by-play and Mike Martz on Mike the Mike Martz. Let's go. Fox Sports. seconds. They had 18 seconds to get that onside kick and get the ball into the end zone and they did it. Did you think about Doug Flutie when he threw it? (laughs) Unbelievable. The crazy thing is this. That game goes into overtime. The, the, The Titans hit a field goal. The Lions come roaring all the way back there in field goal range to tie it again. And Sean Hill goes for it on a fourth and one. Titans stop them. Titans win the game. But in 18 seconds, they scored 14 points. It's one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history. Often forgotten. Titus Young, we see you. Sean Hill, Titus Young, Mike Martz, and Bray Parker Jr. There we go. That's what our show is. That is what our show is. And it's... It's okay to be stupid. What did you say? Yeah. Stupid well, works on our program. This show is a mixed bag. Uh, it really is. We have Devontae Smith on the program. Not stupid. He's yes. No, we're excited. He is an Oh, my gosh. Incredible force out there. And just in his rookie season, one of the hottest rookies in the league right now, Eagles wide out. Devontae Smith joining us after the break. Big show today. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? 
Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Hurts fakes. He rolls. He looks. He is going deep. And it is caught. And it is a touchdown to Monte Smith. He took it away from the Broncos. 36-yard pass. He was well covered, but he went up and took the ball away. What a great play by Devontae Smith. We've been watching him all year, cheering him on. We are so excited to welcome our next guest to the show, a Heisman Trophy winner. He was taken 10th overall by the Philadelphia Eagles in the 2021 NFL Draft. He's currently top two as far as rookies, receivers, and receiving yards from Tuscaloosa to the city of brotherly love. Good morning, football to Eagles wideout Devontae Smith. Devontae. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We're so happy to have you. We're stoked. We're so excited. And you're coming off a big game, big week uh, win in week 10. You had a big day, plus it was your birthday. One gift you gave to yourself and to all the fans around you was a touchdown over your former Alabama teammate, Patrick Sertan. Take me through this awesome play. Um, well, I mean, we ran, we actually ran like the same play three times straight, um, just waiting to get the, the look that we wanted. So we checked out of it the first two times, then the third time they gave us the look we wanted, and we just went out there and executed. Great catch, brother. Love that. Let, let's talk a little bit about the guy that threw it to you, your quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Uh, I was always super impressed with him at, at Alabama and his leadership and you know how he really stepped up as a, as a teammate more than anything, uh, watching him now. Now you're reunited with him in Philly. So what do you guys do to build chemistry off the field which translates so well to your connection on the field? Um, I mean, just always talking every day about every little thing, whether it's football, just things in life. Um, you know, sometimes he cooks, I cook. We go by each other's house and just, you know, just bond together a little bit um, just outside of football. When you have a connection like that, when you get on the field, it makes things a whole lot easier with communication and things like that. Talking about Jalen Hurts, we got a Thursday night game here on NFL Network. I've got to ask your other former Bama quarterback, Mac Jones. There are a lot of people out there who were very surprised that he was taken as high as he was. He was even a first-round pick. But you in the pre-draft process were like, no, Mac is that guy. What did you see from Mac, and are you at all surprised with the great season he's having in New England this year? Uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I expected. I mean, Matt goes in every day. I know he's still working hard the way that he's always been. Um, him being in the playbook, being able to make the reads and the adjustments that he needs to make, I mean, he's smart. So this is kind of the year I expected from him. Javante, I, I love you the way that you've come into the NFL, and, man, you're all business. Uh, I know that you have the rookie label right now. You certainly don't play like a rookie. But I want to talk about your rookie head coach, Nick Sirianni. Look, he's been a guest on this show right here. He, we're all big fans of his. I know he loves uh, Angry Runs, Kyle's segment. We know he loves playing rock, paper, scissors, pick a basketball. Sounds like a fun coach. <laughs> he also likes giving speeches about growing flowers. Uh, that's an interesting one. You were coached by, by Nick Saban in college. So how is Nick Sirianni, what's his coaching style like? How is he different from Saban? And what is it that he does that helps you guys buy into his system? Um, I mean, he's all about competing. I mean, everything with him is about competing. And when you have somebody that, that's, that's coaches like that, it makes the team want to compete more. And I, I think that's the biggest thing about it, just having a coach that you can kind of relate to that wants to get out there and compete with you, um, whether it's rock, paper, scissors, or basketball. I love that. Did you see who, quickly, you cook with Jalen Hurts? Like, you guys go, to, what are you cooking with him? What are the meals? I have to know. Um, usually he, he does barbecue. I mean, last time I cooked, I did some um, some seafood Alfredo. But, um, I mean, it's different things, whatever Ooh. we're feeling that day. Um, we just kind of text each other and just be like, man, you know, what, what you want to cook today? How often do you guys do that? Um, it's, it's not that often, honestly. 
Yeah. <laughs> Seafood Alfredo. I was just, that's, that's no, no cheese steaks yet. I mean, I can't cook anything. Working on so. it. Uh, all right, we're going to talk a little Alabama right now. Not your play on the field, though. I want to ask you about your experience in the classroom. First, everybody take a look at this clip of Devontae giving some medical advice on the sideline. You're going to make it sore with that gun. You're going to make it sore. Yeah, because that's a bruise. It ain't just no soreness, it's a bruise. You're going to aggravate it with the gun. Yeah, just moving and just stretching it. Okay, I'm going to talk to that. I graduated exercise science. I know a little something, <laughs> damn it. I love that clip, but I want to talk about you coming out of the draft. There was a lot of talk about you being your size, uh, your Heisman winning trophy winner, but people called you, you know, the Slim Reaper. People like to criticize or talk about your slight build. Um, how has your major at Alabama helped keep your body right in the NFL, and how will it for the long haul? Um, just kind of knowing like your body parts, just knowing if you get injured, you kind of know what's there and kind of when it, when the trainers tell you what's going on, you know, some people, they'd be like, Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't really know what's going on. Um, so that's kind of why I pursue my degree in that just so I can kind of know more about my body. So when they tell me something, I, I can know exactly what's going on. I just won't really be lost. Mm. Well, your, your size certainly doesn't stop you from challenging the top DBs in the league. So let's start with your own teammate, Darius Slay. In practice, you two switch positions to see who would win. So, like, walk us through this video where you go head to head, and and who would you say won? Be honest. I I won. I mean, it's two zero. We did two reps, <laughs> and I won both of them. I mean, light work. But um, that's just us being competitors. Um, no matter what it is, the receivers and DBs were always going at it. No matter if it's us talking about basketball or just anything, we're always going at it with the DBs. That's awesome. I think when you look at that that release right there, I see you trying to put a little jam on them, right? You know what frustrates receivers <laughs> on the release, getting your hands on them. Uh, look, we showed that video to, to Lane Johnson when he joined our show earlier this year. He loved it. Um, we've also seen some videos of, of, of you dancing. Listen, you get the win against the Saints this Sunday at the link. Are we going to see some more dance moves like this from you in the locker room after the game? Oh, hello. Oh, uh, I don't know. You might. I don't really dance that much. That was just kind of in the moment. Ain't no telling. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Shirts off for sure. Look at that. <laughs> Devontae, you know, I'm looking at this team. I'm looking at you guys. You guys are so <laughs> hyped. You guys go out into Denver after they beat the snot out of the Cowboys and you beat them. Like, can this Eagles team do it this year? Everyone's looking ahead to next year and they've got all these draft picks. You're there. You're year one. I mean, does that have to bother you? And it's like, well, we're all building for the 2022 team. Tell us about the 2021 team. Can this team make a little run here? Can you guys do something this season? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, this team is still still growing. We're taking every day step by step. I mean, get 1% better every day. That, that's what we've always talked about. And, um, I mean, it's showing off us just going out there every day, believing in ourselves, doing the things that our coaches want us to do, and just going out in the field on Sunday and executing. We love it. We're rooting for you, Devontae, for this season, for next season, for a long, really great career. Hopefully we have you in studio with us in person sometime. Yeah. Thank you. Our next one has taken world wrestling entertainment by storm. Previously part of the New Day tag team, he's turned into a superstar of his own since making his debut back in 2009. He was also Raw's first pick in the 2021 WWE Draft. Please welcome to the breakfast table at... At the breakfast table, WWE champion, Big E! Oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. You're too kind. I appreciate it. Let's see that thing. It's deceptively it is. heavy. It is deceptively heavy. But yeah, it's cool. It's got my uh, custom Big E nameplate. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. We're so happy to have you. You know, you're a football you. fan as well. Yes. You became a WWE champion after defeating Bobby Lashley back in September. This Sunday, you're facing off against WWE Universal champion Roman Reigns mm. at Survivor Series. It's 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. It's on Peacock, right? You can stream it there. What can fans expect from you, my friend, this weekend? Oh, well, I'm in uh, probably the biggest match of my career. It's me against Roman Reigns, and uh, Roman's just an incredible athlete. He played football at Georgia Tech, uh, was all ACC. Uh, but man, he's had this incredible run. I think he's been champion for 444 consecutive days wow. and counting. Uh, so yeah, man, it's uh, just two big heavyweights going at it uh, for, for bragging rights. So I'm excited. Mm. Yeah. But he wasn't the first overall pick. That's true, right. They, it was not. Well, you were drafted and it's raw and it's SmackDown. This guy was the first overall pick, Big E. And we love first overall picks, but we also love the crossover between wrestling and 
and football, and you were quite a baller at Iowa in your day. And we got a photo, this is pretty cool, of you in front of Kinnick Stadium earlier this season, front and center. Let's check this out, and let's check the moment out, if we can throw it to the clip. Now, that wasn't just a speech. That speech was before the Hawkeyes went on to win over Penn State 23-20. to And what was a huge upset that week. Tell me, what was it like walking back into that stadium and being around all those Hawkeyes fans who love you so much? No, it was the coolest thing, man. I, I played there in 2004. And the cool thing is there's so much turnover in, in college football. But Coach Ferentz has been there since 99. So I played for Coach Ferentz. Wow. Uh, the D.C. there was he, he was the defensive backs coach when I was, he recruited me. Uh, so, uh, you know, it was so cool to be able to go back to see people I hadn't seen in over a decade. Marshall Yonda, uh, just so many of my old teammates. Um, and, and to get the love from I was really my second home, you know, mm-hmm. so to go back at Kinnick and to get that kind of love and reception and then to, to you know they beat Penn State who was number three at the time we were number two it was a massive win let me ask him because you're in these these football uh, stadiums and it's this thing you're also in these wrestling arenas like you'll be at Barclays Center this weekend Sunday night like so there's fun. a different energy how do you compare the energy from the football fans to the wrestling fans yeah no it's, it's a similar energy but it's you know for me it's uh, it's different when you're out there in the ring and people are chanting my name and that, that's pretty cool I never got that at Iowa I was under a helmet I was a defensive lineman I was a backup uh, you were very kind when you said I was a baller I was I was just a guy on the team but uh, you know it's, it's it's very very cool you know I played in front of the big house and, you know, with 100,000 people uh, and uh, it, it's just different with WWE you know it's a different energy you know, it's funny you mentioned being on a team and and you made your debut 12 years ago. You were on a team, the New Day. It was you and your boys, Kofi and Xavier. What was it like when you decided, all right, you know what, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my show on the road. I'm going solo act. How tough was that? I know you're still close with your boys. They were there when you when you won the, the belt, right? Yeah, no, there's, there's definitely a certain comfort with being around guys that you love. You know, mm-hmm. those guys are like my brothers. So, you know, when we were put on different shows, it kind of forced me to to get accustomed to being on my own, to doing things on my own. But uh, I've grown from it, and I've learned a lot from it. So as much as I love those guys, love being around them, it, it's been a, a great lesson in, in being on my own and finding my own personality, too. You got that belt, baby. Yeah. yeah. How, yeah. how is it, the bicep good right there? I know, I know You said that thing's heavy. You right. A I work out, out right solely now too? so I can comfortably <laughs> yeah. 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 I see you doing some curls over there. You're getting yeah. the, the blood yeah. flowing. You know. All right, listen. How about we're going to build a team, all right? Ooh. I want you to pick three current NFL players right now. You're going to create your, the, the New Day team right okay. now. Who are you taking? I know we talk a lot about George Kittle around here. There's a lot of personalities out there, but who do you want on your three-man team? That's a great start. I'm a, an Iowa homer, an unabashed <laughs> homer. So we will start with George Kittle, who has personality. You got to be to be a part of the New Day or a New Day S group. You got to have personality, and George Kittle is just just budding with He's personality. That dude. That's the guy. Uh, so I'm also I'm going to start with Kittle. I'll go with my my boy, my guy, Mike Daniels. Okay. I'll go with Mike, Daniels. Mike Daniels. You Another have guy. Mike Daniels energy. I was thinking yeah. Yeah. Watching, that, yeah. watching that clip of you at the Penn. I was like, oh man. Iowa boys. Okay. Yes. Uh, and who's number three. And then you know, so we have the energy. We also need some more beef. We need some meat. Tristan Wirfs, okay. another Iowa guy. He brings the meat. Tristan Wirfs presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. <laughs> Tristan Wirfs. That's, that's a strong this hand is clean a strong team, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, probably yeah. 2,000 pounds worth of hand clean. That's a lot of good cleaning there. You're right. Speaking of athletes, I, I'm so impressed with the WWE and the level of athlete. Like, Mark Henry has become, he was a personal hero of mine, then he became a friend of mine. I, mm. I lived in Austin, got to get, get to get. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Get to got to know him, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and you've had an incredible journey yourself from the gridiron to WWE champ. Do you have a, a certain athlete or uh, a, whether it's a wrestler or football player that you grew up that was just an inspiration for you? Yeah, for me, Derek Brooks. Uh, mm-hmm. I grew up a massive Florida State fan, and he was a legend there. And being from Tampa, obviously a, a legend with the Bucks. Um, but what I really loved with Derek Brooks is, man, he just gave back to the community so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every year, I think he would take kids who were disadvantaged, who did well in school, and he would take them on safaris. And I, I just love that he would constantly give back to his community. So not just an incredible player on the field, but all he did in his community was such an inspiration. I got to meet him years ago. He couldn't be more humble, more down to earth, uh, just an incredible human being. Mm. So cool. There's something in the, in the water or maybe the tequila, if you ask Tom Brady down in Tampa Bay, <laughs> because it's you, it's the Buccaneers, it's the Lightning Tampa, clearly the city of champions. Mm. However... Mm. 
The Bucks have lost two straight after starting 6-1 and one here in 2021. They need answers. Big E, I ask you to look in that camera and you speak to your city. You speak to Tampa and tell them what needs to happen. What message do you have for Tampa? Look, we started off strong, 6-1. and one. It's a beautiful, beautiful record. But we have, we've dipped a little bit. We had a little bit of a dip. But don't you worry, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. Don't you fret. We are used to trials. We are used to tribulations. We were 0-14 in 1976. I remember those old sombrero days, the days of struggling, the days where the Bucs were awful. We've been through tough times, and we will make it through these tough times. Stick with your boys. Stick with your Bucks. We got this. Let's persevere. Let's go. Let's go. Fire the cannons. They're champions, right? They're champions. It's title town, baby. Tampa is title town. <laughs> that escalated so quickly. Oh, yeah, it yeah, it'll get out of hand. Oh Let's go. God. Bring on Roman Reigns. That's right. Survivor Series, Barclays Center, yes. Sunday. We'll see. It's WrestleMania 38. It is Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd. That's at AT&T Stadium, Jerry yes. World. Tickets on sale now, yes, for Tickets WrestleMania, sale. which is our Super Bowl. And at... at Barclay, tell us again. Yes, Barclay Center, Sunday, 8 p.m. You can watch on Peacock. If you're in the area, you can get tickets now at SeatGeek.com. Can Shregs and I come? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. Can I get in the ring? Yeah. No, Why yes, not? Please. Just jump the barricade. Yeah, Just please. do it. Gonna, Who's going to stop you? Eat a turnbuckle. Okay. Like, you know, Maybe we can have the animal steel. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Kyle Brandt and Drew, um, Drew, Brees. Drew Brees go together, that's and that. they can be part yeah. of Survivor Series. He could be like Ted DiBiase, the, you know, how he had his guy bring in his money. There. Yeah. He like, got like a role. Yeah, no. Like Virgil. Thank you. 2021, that ain't working. We're not doing that anymore. You're awesome. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart.